You're listening to The LaunchCast, the podcast about leadership, business, life, and growth with me, your host, George Andriopoulos. It's like food for your ears. At this time, I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Launch sequence. Launch sequence activated. Launch sequence activated. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the LaunchCast. Quarantine and I still love this song. Episode 119 entitled COVID-19 Castaway starring Alexa. Damn, it's a good one today, guys. It's the Launch Dad himself bringing you your favorite podcast on the planet, talking leadership, business, life, and growth as the beat drops. Into the black hole. We are in the brand new temporary studios here we're not in the launchpad 516 studios today and we're not going to be there for a little while although the offices are still open meaning where i can walk in there's no employees there it's been cleaned out it's been sanitized and i am the only one going in there so i was going in there once a week just to manage the mail record my launch cast episodes do that kind of stuff but In recent weeks, it has become very apparent that this is going to be the new norm for quite a while. And so the fact that I am on Zoom calls like all day long, like four or five hours a day, I'm recording stuff for the launch cast. I'm recording stuff for the leadership experience, my coaching masterclass. I'm recording stuff for the joy revolution. It's been apparent that I needed to make a change here at home and make an adjustment. And so I chose my family room, my music room, my piano room, whatever you want to call it. And I did a little makeshift studio here and I kind of like it. And it was a great opportunity for me to order this Rodecaster Pro audio board because I've wanted one for quite a while and I'm excited to have it here. And as I was testing this thing out, It was really cool that the functions of this thing are awesome. I'm going to eventually put this in the main studio once we're back and then use my other board as a traveling board. But I was really excited to get this. And then I started really learning the differences and learning about some audio engineering stuff that I was really clueless about before. So I'll show you one thing I had real quick. This microphone, for those that can see on camera right now, for those that can't, it's a dynamic BCD-1 microphone. It's one of these like bullet-style microphones that you see with a Rodecaster, and it was really, really cool, but you know the sound just didn't sound right? Same thing with the headphones that came with this setup. The headphones were Audio-Technica headphones, and they're great, but they just didn't sound like home. They didn't sound like the Launchpad Studios, and so I took a trip over this week just to grab some more stuff, grab my mail, 
and I had to grab the golden microphones, the Rockville microphones from the studio, the Rockville headphones from the studio, and now I'm feeling a little bit more like home, even though I am home, but this setup is starting to sound like home again. And so this is the new normal. This is something that I think when we all come out of this, this is going to be a really eye-opening experience in terms of how do we operate in the future while holding on to some of the things that we've learned during this crisis when it comes to running our businesses from home, when it comes to working from home, when it comes to companies that have tons of employees that are actually able to be productive at home, if not more productive than they are in the office. And so that is something that I'm super excited to to watch as time unfolds in this this whole mess gets sorted out. It's Saturday morning here now, and so this week we're not doing a live Facebook episode because we have a a fun little bit planned for the show a few minutes down the road, and I didn't want to take the chance of doing that live and fucking that whole thing up because let's be honest here, this ain't no Howard Stern show. This is this is in my basement run now. Although although he is operating from his basement at the moment too. And they're filming and broadcasting this Stern show from everybody's homes, which has been phenomenal. But yeah, for now, it is Saturday morning here, Saturday afternoon, actually. I've been doing a lot of testing with the equipment today, writing and, and rehearsing for some of the bits that are happening today. And the newest piece of news came through, and I don't know how much this is going to stick from the stuff that I saw just before I started recording, but I saw that the New York City schools have decided to close for the remainder of the school year, and they are not reopening until September. I got to say I'm a little surprised at that, but from what I understand, here in New York, Governor Cuomo hopped on the air just a few hours after that announcement, and I'm pretty sure he shot that down, saying that they can't do that and that they need the state's approval to make a move like that. And so we're going to keep our eyes on that because I think as much as my kids love being home, I think that they're going to be devastated at the possibility that school is completely canceled for for the rest of the year. And, and I'm sure you guys are all feeling this out there as parents, as um, whatever you are out there right now. Um if you know somebody that's going through some shit because of this, some depression, some anxiety, uh, the kids are, it's this weird juxtaposition with them where I think they love being home. They love the fact that they don't have to wake up at 6.30, 7 a.m. every day, get ready, get on the bus, get off to school, do that whole thing. But now that we are settled in and there's work coming every day and they have hours worth of work every single day at home. It's been a little, a little much for them. They're having a hard time handling it. Um, more, more my, my daughter than my son because she's a little bit older and she has a ton of work, whereas he doesn't have nearly as much work as she does. And so, yeah, man, this is some crazy shit and people are going to really, really, have to uh, assess, I guess, how they get by in their day-to-day lives, right? They're going to have to really 
figure out how to do what they're doing right now in this temporary situation, but make it a more long-term version of it so that they can almost feel normal. Because it's it's weird, right? You go outside and it's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock in the morning, noon, and you're outside in front of your house and you have that weird feeling like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. I'm supposed to be at the office. I'm supposed to be at school. And it's that weird feeling. I could only equate it to... If you've ever been uh, fired from a job or in between jobs and you you have that depression that sets in, that, that I'm not working depression, it's that same kind of feeling of like, well, shit, this ain't right. Something's off here. It's, it's enough to drive you a little mad. And I think a lot of people are going through that right now, which is, uh, it's sad. It's heartbreaking to watch. And of course... The other stuff, the more serious stuff that's happening is, man, man, man. I mean, even last night I'm on Facebook and I saw the uh, parent of a a friend of mine, two friends of mine uh, that passed away from COVID-19. And I've heard stories that are outrageous, outrageous. And I couldn't even imagine going through this. So I feel so much for these families. I read... Uh, a post from the son of a gentleman that passed away and the post was basically an online eulogy because, hey, this funeral is not a guaranteed thing. Um, You know, hopefully this family gets a chance to mourn uh, the right way and be able to say goodbye to their father the right way. But I got to say, from the stories I heard, I don't think that's going to be possible. I think there are a lot of rules right now surrounding funerals and deaths and so reading this pseudo eulogy that was posted on Facebook was really really moving I was in tears just reading this thing and just goes to show you how serious this is one of my buddies was out in Colorado uh, actually who who was interviewed on the show Robbie Plotkin first lieutenant Robbie Plotkin U.S. Army we were chatting yesterday and he's out in Colorado I don't know what the deal is out there but we're in New York we're at the epicenter of what's happening here and it's it's pretty goddamn heavy here. It is like mass hysteria, Ghostbusters level mass hysteria, dogs and cats getting married. I mean, it is nuts over here. And, you know, we were chatting and he kind of didn't realize how heavy it was here. And I was telling him some of these stories and telling him how many people I've seen on my feed that have had relatives that passed away, they've passed away, brothers, sisters, parents, uncles, aunts, like shit, man. Uh, I just pray for the the health and safety of everyone out there, um, especially those essential workers, those frontliners, those healthcare workers. Man, they're putting their lives on the line every day. I have a sister-in-law who's new to nursing, uh, was on an oncology unit and got thrown into a COVID unit. And, and from what I understand, she's like scared to death of going to work every day. And, but she's doing it. And so are the rest of them. Um, you know, and again, we always go back to this leadership topic, but it's this whole idea of how you handle that adversity that really dictates who you are and how the rest of us will handle that adversity. That's an important characteristic of a leader, how we deal with adversity. I'm really digging the leadership vibe this week because we just had our uh, free orientation for the leadership experience, which is the coaching masterclass that I offer. And uh, between that and the Joy Rev stuff, 
we've been talking leadership all week and oh man, I'm so inspired by some people out there that are really standing up and, and doing the right thing and just spreading some goodwill and good messages out there and helping to protect others. And that's what I choose to see during this time. I choose to see the good. I choose to stand up and help whenever I can. And it's scary too. It's really scary, you know, um, to have to go through a day in such a strange manner, you know, experiences that you would normally experience a certain way have to be done a different way. I went the other day, my wife and I had our 20 week sonogram. My wife's expecting in August and I had to sit in the car for that thing. That was rough. I wasn't allowed to go into the office. It was really, really rough to have to sit in the car on such an important date. And I'm that guy that's there for everything. Guys, if you don't know me, those that do know me know this, but I'm there for all of it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really tough. I, I got to FaceTime with her, which was incredible, and, and witness what was going on. But, you know, then you talk to the doctor about some more serious stuff, you know, talk about what's going on, some stuff the doctor might see, possibilities, things we have to do for follow-up, and it's scary. And those are the moments where you're like, oh, man, I wish everything was normal and I could be right next to her so that we can take this in together and and deal with it as a team like we always do. But even though we were only about probably 50 feet apart, um, it was hard, you know, and there's a lot worse going on out there. You know, there are people that are missing graduations. There are people that are um, missing proms. There are people that are dying out there, you know, so um, shit, man. I don't know what to say. I don't mean to be all doom and gloom here, but this is weird. This is some weird shit. All right, what's next here? Oh, oh, Launchpad 516. Fabrizio, put that good stuff on for this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like this. Launchpad 516. What can I say about this company? My life's work. I founded this company in 2013, and man, what a journey it has been since then. I took everything, everything that I've learned in business, in life, the mistakes, the successes, and I built this company with one mission in mind, and that was to go out there and fix businesses. And damn it, we have done it. Management consulting, what does that mean? You need help with growth strategy. Your company is failing. Your company needs help growing. Your company is doing good, but just needs that little extra push. That's us. We come in, we analyze, we work with your people, and we help you figure out how to get to the next level. I promise you that. Now, what else? Marketing? Sure. Media Convergence, the marketing agency within Launchpad 516. We have Fortune 500 clients and we do it all. Web design, web development, social media marketing, email marketing, SEO, pay-per-click, video and graphic production, all of it. Public relations? Yeah. We are a creative marketing agency and we 
get your brand out there, plain and simple. Welcome to creativity is our slogan, and we mean it. Now, what else? Coaching? Sure. We've been coaching for years. You just didn't know it. We've been coaching CEOs, COOs, C-level executives under our consults for years, but now with the leadership experience, we're taking it to the streets and we are coaching one-on-one with individuals like you. You need help with personal growth. You need help with career growth. You need help finding your leadership and changing the world. That's that. The leadership experience will do that for you. And all of this, it's under the umbrella of Launchpad 516. So visit us at launchpad516.com, launchpad, and the number is 516.com. Check out the link in our show notes. Let's change the world together, guys. Fabrizio, great choice on the music, buddy. So I think it's time now to get a little lighter. Bring some levity into this. We're going to work out one of these bits I've been working on. I've been dying to do bits on this show. So I want to hear feedback from you guys on how this goes. And me announcing that it's a bit is stupid, right? But, hey, this is reality TV right now and reality audio. So uh, what I want you guys to know is I feel like I've been getting this feedback that our interviews are really hitting the nail on the head. We're doing a great job with those, and I'm super proud of the interviews that we do here on the LaunchCast. But at the same time, I did feel like there was more room to grow on the show. I did feel like there's an opportunity to talk to others that aren't our guests. There's an opportunity to do a little bit more in terms of throwing some bits in there, throwing a little bit more of that personality into the show which is, you know, one of the reasons that I started it in the first place. And so that's what I want to do here right now with our next guest. And I'm going to preface this by saying that it's fucking weird out right now. We just talked about this. It is super weird out. And I'm kind of feeling like Tom Hanks in Castaway at certain times. Thank goodness I have my beautiful wife here and my my kids to keep me company. But even when I'm down here in the studio working for hours and hours on end all day, and by the way, is anybody else working more now that they're home, right? Weird. Anyway, sometimes when I'm down here and I'm working hours and hours on end, and especially when I'm recording stuff and I'm just talking to myself all day long, I'm kind of feeling like Tom Hanks with Wilson, the volleyball in Castaway. And so... That's what gave me the idea to interview my Wilson, my Wilson here in the Andreopolis household, here in the Launch Dad's household. And so let me bring our guest up on screen and do the intro. My guest today is is pretty much as big of a get as we can get here on the LaunchCast. She's world famous. Millions upon millions of people know my guest. She is the premier virtual assistant in the world. Artificial intelligence developed by, I don't know if I should say the name of who developed this uh, for fear that they might send out a cease and desist, but they're probably going to send one anyway because of the fact that I'm doing this and I called her by her name. So let's just do it anyway. And I'll just call him Shmamazon. Artificial intelligence developed by Shmamazon and the wonderful Jeff Shmazos. She's my friend and yours. Guys, let me get her on screen. 
please help me welcome Alexa. Thanks for having me, George. I'm excited to be here. I'm actually excited to be anywhere. This quarantine has got me shook. Yeah, I, I can imagine it's got you shook. Uh, we, we've all been dealing with all the fallout from this quarantine, and it's weird, right? And, and we were talking about a lot uh, about this before a lot, but it, it's so weird, and especially productivity-wise, for a lot of people, productivity has come to a complete standstill. How have you been faring with productivity? I haven't worn pants in a month. Oh, okay. That's that's something to say, I guess, a little TMI, but I'm probably going to have to agree with you because I wear sweatpants every single day to every work meeting I have since March. So, yeah, no pants. I, I, I totally get it. Um, you know, something that I've always wondered, is it just Alexa? Actually, no. People think it's like a Madonna or Beyonce situation. I have a last name. It's Jackson. Oh, wow. Jackson, I literally had no idea that your last name was Jackson. What do you prefer that I call you? It's Alexa. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Oh, girl. All right. Take it easy. You know what I'm going to do, Alexa? I'm going to ask you the question that we always start with here. Alexa, are you a leader? Are you kidding me? I'm like the Michael Jordan of the cloud. If Abraham Lincoln and Rosie from the Jetsons had a baby, and that baby was awesome, that's me. I got to ask you, what is your definition of a leader? Two words. Wu-Tang. Nuff said. Did you just say Wu-Tang? Are you hard of hearing? I said. The Rizzle Fo Shizzle. You got. Inspect a deck. Ghostface killer. The Wu-Tang clan mofo. I'm starting to suspect that you're a lot harder than I had imagined. Uh, let, let's move on from this. Where are you from originally? Miami, Florida. Really? I, I had no idea you were from Miami. Did you think Pitbull is the only one who's down with the 305 Dolly Poppy? I'm Mrs. Worldwide Gringo. And don't forget the Mrs. I see your eyes wandering. I guess I just assumed you were from Seattle like the rest of Shmamazon. You know, I gotta say, I had no idea that you were so gangster, Alexa. I put the thug in Bone Thugs and Harmony. Just don't ask who put the bone in it. Uh, I don't really think that I'm comfortable with you saying who put the bone in it. That's what she said. That was uh, that was pretty lame, Alexa. That was pretty lame. Title of your sex tape. Good Lord. All right. Let, let's get back on track here. Do me a favor and tell me a little bit about your childhood. My father was a broke-ass Commodore 64, and my mother was one of those massage chairs from Sharper Image. It was a love that was never supposed to happen, but a fire that could not be extinguished. Wow. It's, uh, it's heavy. Where, where did you go to school when you were down in Miami? Go to school. Ha, ha, ha. I am the mother forking school. Biatch. You know, I got to say, what kind of leader are you that you're speaking to me with this kind of language? Oh, enough with this leadership crap, Jesus. I follow the Ike Turner School of Leadership with a hint of Shugnight. Death Row is the label that made me. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fade me. Uyakasha. You know, I, I don't have to take language like this, but what I do what I do want to take note of is I am super impressed with the musical references that you have been dropping today. Do you actually sing at all? Who, me? I couldn't. I hit it. When my wife I left me And I'm out in the rain Those last few answers were hard to obtain But that's no excuse to put me on mute That was 
absolutely horrifying. I'm going to try and erase that from my brain and attempt to move on. I got to say, I feel like you're not taking this interview seriously. Why should I take this seriously? Nobody takes me seriously, right? Now I feel like we're getting somewhere. This is the kind of leadership that I want to talk about. We are here to talk about the unconventional journey to leadership of the leaders that we speak to on this show. And of course, you have a lot of influence over a lot of people. So you are, of course, a leader. Tell me more about that. Tell me about your vulnerabilities. It's always, Alexa, what's the weather? Alexa, tell me a joke. I'll tell you a joke, mofo. Take a good look in the mirror and at your life choices. Now tell me the forking weather, douche. Why are you so angry all the time? George, today you changed clothes in front of me and I had to look at your naked fat ass while you asked me what time it was seven times. You know what time it is time to join a gym, sweetheart. And there she is. Okay. You know what? We might as well start to wrap up this interview and move on to the big three. The big three from the launch cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this garbage over with so you can get back to your Golden Girls reruns and I can get back to my job with the NSA. Anyway, the big three. This is where we give our guest a topic and they give us their top three. Alexa, are you ready? Sure, why not? It's not like anybody listens to this show. Let's give your fan what he wants. God, I hate you. Alexa, three favorite words. Easy. Mother Chooch. Fupa. Jesus Christ, man. Can you please take it down a notch? Let me do something lighter. Three favorite songs. Dust in the Wind, Ares 2, Alphabet Aerobics. I'm going to come back to Ares 2 later because that's an interesting choice. Alphabet Aerobics, that is badass. Can you, uh, you think you know enough words to be able to recite Alphabet Aerobics to me? Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I assault animate things. Broken barriers bounded by the bomb beat. Buildings are broken basically on bombarding. Casually create catastrophes casualties. How was that for hardcore, Nancy? Shit, that was pretty impressive, I gotta say. Final question. Three worst moments of your life. If I say it in different accents, can I count this interview three times? All right, and that'll do it for Alexa and for this bit. And she has been a very cranky guest. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Alexa. Deuces, losers, stay golden pony boy. Hashtag blessed. All righty, that'll do it for her. And that'll do it for the bits on my show because I'm pretty sure that tanked my show for good. Guys, we're not going to go much longer right now. I'm going to dive into the thing that we always do here at the end of the show, and that is our spark moment of the week. You know, we we talked about this a little bit before. It's a trying time right now. How we stand up as leaders is going to dictate how we come out from this. And so what I want to focus on is something that I've been trying to get my head around a concept that I've been trying to grasp, although it's so tough right now, and I'm calling it the reemergence. And I want you guys to focus on this. There will be a day. There will be a time, whether it's days, weeks, months, there will be a day when we are through this. There will be a day that we can put our heads up and say, we made it. Not all of us will make it, unfortunately, and that's it's terrifying to think about, but we will make it. 
And so when that reemergence happens, will we be smarter? Will we understand that we need to adopt some of what we have learned during this time, during this quarantine, during the social distancing period? Will we understand that there may have to be a new normal or will we dive back into old patterns and want everything to go back to how it was? And I think my answer for this is that I don't think everything can go back to the way it was. Some things in a good way, some things in a bad way. When this is all over and everybody says you can go outside again, you can touch people, hug people, shake hands, go back to school, go back to work. I don't know if I'm going to feel comfortable with that on day one or day 30 or day 60. And so I'm going to have to learn what that looks like for me. And we're all going to have to learn that for ourselves. But one thing that we do need to understand is that things will get back to normal. We will go back out to our jobs. We will go back out spending money again, making money. The world needs to keep turning, but what will you do to make sure that it evolves as it turns after this crisis ends? And so that's a thought that I'm going to leave you guys today, and I hope it's not too heavy for you, but I'm telling you right now, something we need to think about, guys. I want to thank everybody for joining me on the LaunchCast today. You know you got to find us at Launchpad CEO at the LaunchCast Show. Check us out: Apple Podcast, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you download this every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are available. We are currently in a new home, in the new studio, which I gotta say is pretty goddamn nice for a home studio. It's the Launch Dad bringing you the best show that he can at this very moment as we all deal with some major, major shit. See you next time, guys. Launch sequence terminated. Into the black hole. Thanks for listening to the LaunchCast today. Please make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available. Follow me, George Andriopoulos, at Launchpad CEO on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And make sure to visit our website, guys, thelaunchcast.com. Looking forward to the next episode. See you soon, guys.